Welcome to our daily portion with WIT Ministries. I'm Matt Russell, and I'm the director of WIT Ministries. And at Walking in Truth Ministries, we want to help people to be able to live a more God-centered, God-focused life and uh, in every aspect of their life. So the purpose for this podcast is for us to really strengthen our biblical discipline of reading the Bible. So I'm going to read a scripture every day where I'm going to share a nugget about that scripture. And then I'm going to say a little prayer at the end. And that will be the entirety of our episodes for this podcast. Uh, Please feel free to check us out at walkingintruthministries.org. Or you can also check out our other podcast, which is Living the Wit Life with Walking in Truth Ministries. I hope that this podcast blesses you as much as it blesses me. And uh, let's go ahead and get started with our daily portion. Are you concerned about what the future holds? Are you confident that the retirement plans that you have today will still be secure tomorrow? Let us help you by clearing up the uncertainty. This is Matt Russell, the director of WIT Ministries. Many of us at Walking in Truth Ministries are bivocational, working in our ministry as well as in the financial services industry at WinBig Financial Group. We help people to build a tax-free and risk-free retirement. Give me a call at 817-903-2575 to support our ministry and to secure your family's financial future. Again, Call today at 817-903-2575. Thank you and God bless. Jeremiah 7, 21 through 8, 3 and 9, 22 through 24. Thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, add your burnt offerings to your sacrifices and eat flesh. For I did not speak to your fathers or command them in the day that I brought them out of the land of Egypt concerning burnt offerings and sacrifices. But this is what I commanded them saying, obey my voice and I will be your God and you will be my people and you will walk in all the way which I command you that it may be well with you. Yet they did not obey or incline their ear, but walked in their own counsels and in the stubbornness of their evil heart, and went backward and not forward. Since the day that your fathers came out of the land of Egypt until this day, I have sent you all my servants, the prophets, daily rising early and sending them. Yet they did not listen to me or incline their ear, but stiffened their neck. They did more evil than their fathers. You shall speak all these words to them, but they will not listen to you. And you shall call to them, but they will not answer you. You shall say to them, This is the nation that did not obey the voice of the Lord their God or accept correction. Truth has perished and has been cut off from their mouth. Cut off your hair and cast it away, and take up a lamentation on the bare heights. For the Lord has rejected and forsaken the generation of his wrath. For the sons of Judah have done that which is evil in my sight, declares the Lord. They have set their detestable things in the house, which is called by my name to defile it. They have built the high places of Topheth, which is in the valley of the son of Hinnom, to burn their sons and their daughters in the fire, which I did not command, and it did not come into my mind. Therefore, behold, days are coming, declares the Lord, when it will no longer be called Topheth or the valley of the son of Hinnom. 
but the valley of the slaughter. For they will bury in Topheth because there is no other place. The dead bodies of this people will be food for the birds of the sky and for the beast of the earth, and no one will frighten them away. Then I will make to seize from the cities of Judah and from the streets of Jerusalem the voice of joy and the voice of gladness, the voice of the bridegroom and the voice of the bride, for the land will become a ruin. The sin and treachery of Judah. At that time, declares the Lord, they will bring out the bones of the kings of Judah and the bones of its princes and the bones of the priests and the bones of the prophets and the bones of the inhabitants of Jerusalem from their graves. They will spread them out to the sun, the moon, and to all the hosts of heaven, which they have loved and which they have served and which they have gone after and which they have sought and which they have worshiped. They will not be gathered or buried. There will be as dung on the face of the ground, and death will be chosen rather than life by all the remnants that remains of this evil family that remains in all the places to which I have driven them, declares the Lord of hosts. Speak, thus says the Lord. The corpses of men will fall like dung on the open field and like the sheaf after the reaper. But no one will gather them. Thus says the Lord, Let not a wise man boast of his wisdom, and let not the mighty man boast of his might. Let not a rich man boast of his riches, but let him who boasts boast of this, that he understands and knows me, that I am the Lord who exercises loving kindness, justice, and righteousness on earth. For I delight in these things, declares the Lord. Matthew nine thirteen through 25. But go and learn what this means. I desire compassion and not sacrifice. For I did not come to call the righteous, but sinners. The question about fasting. Then the disciples of John came to him asking, Why do we and the Pharisees fast, but your disciples do not fast? And Jesus said to them, The attendants of the bridegroom cannot mourn as long as the bridegroom is with them, can they? But the days will come when the bridegroom is taken away from them, and then they will fast. But no one puts a patch of unshrunk cloth on an old garment, for the patch pulls away from the garment, and a worse tear results. Nor do people put new wine in old wineskins. Otherwise, the wineskins burst, and the wine pours out, and the wineskins are ruined. But they put new wine into fresh wineskins, and both are preserved. Miracles of Healing. While he was saying these things to them, a synagogue official came and bowed down before him and said, My daughter has just died, but come and lay your hand on her and she will live. Jesus got up and began to follow him, and so did his disciples. And a woman who had been suffering from a hemorrhage for twelve years came up behind him and touched the fringe of his cloak. For she was saying to herself, If I only touch his garment, I will get well. But Jesus, turning and seeing her, said, Daughter, take courage. Your faith has made you well. At once the woman was made well. When Jesus came into the official's house and saw the flute players and the crowd in noisy disorder, he said, Leave, for the girl has not died, but is asleep. And they began laughing at him. But when the crowd had been sent out, he entered and took her by the hand, and the girl got up.
these two scriptures are uh, partnered up pretty well together. Um, but the underlying meaning can be obvious for some, but maybe not for everyone. This actual week's Torah portion is Tzav. Tzav is a Hebrew word for command. And you can see here in Jeremiah, he is rebuking those people who had lived in disobedience to God. God said, all I ask for you to do is to do, um, listen to me, draw near to me and obey my word and it'll be well with you. And the people didn't. They did things by their own power. They did it by their own understanding, their own strength. They did everything just on their own. <clears throat> and you can see that it didn't go well with them. In fact, it says that for those evil people, they're going to fall just dead, empty. They're just no point to life. It's just, They're just going to fall dead. In fact, they will become food for. And then the two things that he says is the beast of the field. And he says the birds of the air, both of which, yes, we understand the birds of the air and the beasts of the field. Those things do eat upon flesh whenever they find things. But most of the time, the uh, except for the scavengers, they don't want it in the natural world. Most of the beasts of the field want to have a fresh carcass, not one that has already been dead. Only the scavengers will go for that. But when you see the birds of the air, the beasts of the field in the Bible, the Bible defines itself saying that that is symbolic of fallen angels and demons. So the fallen angels and demons will feast upon the bodies they will find nutrient and, and food nourishment from the bodies of those people who lived in disobedience to God's word. So God said, draw near to me and obey my command and it will be well with you. Again, the people refused or they didn't refuse. They just went their own way. They just failed to be obedient. And then you see at the this um, chapter 9, verse 22 through 24, it, it's simple. It reminds you, the corpses will be falling, just falling. And again, no one's there to gather them up. They are going to be nourishment for the beasts of the field and the birds of the air. But summing it all up here, let not a wise man boast of his wisdom. And it continues, and, you know, not a mighty man boasts of his might. So all the things that you have gained in your life, whether it be wisdom, whether it be strength, whether it be uh, knowledge, whether it be understanding, whether it be um, wealth, prosperity, success, good relationships, whatever it is that you have gained in your life, you should not go and pridefully boast that you did it by your own power. But you should boast in this. God is the one who gives us all of that. 
God is the one who exercises, as it's put here, loving kindness, justice, and righteousness. He's the one who gives us this success. And if we can turn around and humbly say, all of this that I've gained is because of him and boast in him, things will go well with us. So we draw close to God, get near to him, and by his power, he will make things right. So now going to Matthew, when he's approached and and flat out just told, hey, well, I mean, really, if you even start in that last verse of what he says about the um, the fasting, it's like, why why would they need to fast? I'm here. They need to focus in on me. Why do they need to be focused on me not being present? So compassion is more precious than sacrifice. And the uh, he didn't come for the righteous, but he came for sinners. But people don't, my people here, while I'm here, do not need to be fasting and worrying about that. They need to be focused in on me. Draw near to me. And then you see as someone comes in and says, hey, my daughter's dead. He says, no problem. He gets up to go take care of it. And in that process, he's got a destination in mind. He's walking that direction. He's not even focused on the woman who's coming up behind him, who's got the, the issue of blood. But she knows all I need to do is get close enough to him to touch his. And they always say like the seam of his clothes or the the hem of his clothes. No, what they're actually referring to is his prayer shawl, which in Jewish tradition, they fully understand what that means. But she just had to touch his prayer shawl. And just by doing that, she would be healed. So what she is exercising is... Just this knowledge that if I just draw near enough to him to touch the hem of his prayer shawl, just touch his tzitzit, which is on the edge of his prayer shawl, I will be healed. He will make it right with me. God said, draw near to me. In God's word, he describes the power of that prayer shawl. She knows this because of his word. She goes, draws near to him, touches that. And it actually says in some versions, it says that he felt. He didn't, he didn't feel her pulling on his clothes. He felt the release of power. And he turned and he looked and said, who touched me? Because he felt the power leave him. So... Um, it's simple. Draw near to God. Obey his word. Period. In fact, in Matthew 6.33, he says, But seek his face, his righteousness. Seek his kingdom and his righteousness. Seek his name and his righteousness. Seek him. Period. Seek him. And everything will be taken care of for you. So, Father, thank you for the promise that if we just draw near to you, you will take care of it. You will handle it. 
You will make things right and things will go well with us. If we draw near to you and we obey your command, we, we keep the statutes and the ordinances and the testimonies in your word. In fact, multiple times in your scripture, in your word, there's another promise or other promises that says that if we keep your statutes, ordinances, and commandments, and we're not distracted from them, we focus in and diligently pursue you in, in obedience, we will have success in everything that we do and everywhere that we go. Father, thank you. We receive that success. We receive this free gift of success that you're giving us for drawing near to you and being obedient to your word. Help us to keep that command in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us today, and I hope that uh, that blesses you, either as an individual or uh, with you and your other loved ones. Uh, maybe this is uh, something that you're utilizing to to spend with your family, uh, some time around God's Word, and uh, of course, that is great. I love that, and I'd love to hear how uh, the Daily Portion podcast is blessing you. If you would, just go to our website at walkingintruthministries.org. And um, go on there and just drop us a little note about uh, this podcast or one of our other podcasts or even just check out the events that we have available. Uh, but again, thank you very much and look forward to seeing you again tomorrow as we dig into our daily portion with WIT Ministries. God bless.